I'll be talking about fulfilling destiny in marriage. Fulfilling destiny in in marriage. Fulfilling destiny in marriage. Now, every time we talk about destiny. Uh, I don't want to overflow that, but I believe it's something that you all uh, have an idea of. Destiny to me is something that, <laughs> that defines my ministry. If there's any word that I believe I labor for under Christ, in ministry is destiny destiny and destiny is very simple irrespective of any definition that you see in the dictionary you see anywhere destiny simply means fulfilling or becoming the end product of what God has planned for your life. Fulfilling becoming the end product. Becoming the reality or arriving at what God as planned for your life and i hope that you are going to agree with me that before you are going to get married you didn't come to this world married isn't it <laughs> but you came to the world with a destiny jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11 I know, for I know that thought that I think towards you. That's where the word destiny lies. The thought of peace and not of evil. You know, there are people who believe that the destiny God has for them, anyway, 
You know, sometimes I, I normally believe that maybe they are not right. But each time you look at uh, Romans chapter 9, uh, you will realize that some people are created for destruction. Isn't it? Uh, you are not agreeing with me. <laughs> Pharaoh was created for that anyway. So, you, you realize that before us, we have understanding that the thought, when you are talking about that thought, you are talking about what Mr. Ayotola mentioned as a template. A, a, a foreplanning, a pre-plan. Something that has existed before existing. That's a thought. That's a thought. If you check Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, Genesis 1 26, he said, Come, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. He has not done that when he said that. I hope you know that. That's, I'm, I'm just trying to establish the word destiny for us the word destiny for us the word destiny for us so when you talk about destiny destiny has to do with what god has taught about your life that will become the outcome of your life Amen. So our destiny has been made great and settled in God. I know that thought I think towards you. The thought of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and hope. But a, a, a right translation that I love to render says to give you an expected end. That is destiny. God's expectation of our end is what destiny is all about. I think that should be clear. <laughs> God's expectation of my end of when all is said and done that I have left this world, you know, by the time the summary of my life is looked upon or is looked at, it should be able to be the same with the expectation of God before he sent me to this world. Now you are going to now come to realize why we are going into this. Before God gives us marriage, he gave us destiny. And he does not want marriage to be the reason you will not fulfill destiny. 
God wants marriage to be what we help the fulfillment of destiny. Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18. So God wants marriage to be what we help the fulfillment not what we stop or not what we limit the fulfillment of our destiny. Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 and the Lord God said it is not good because God is mindful of the fulfillment of our destiny and God said it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an help, an help, an help that we meet for him so that both of them can fulfill destiny. You are not going to understand that when you return back to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Marriage is not meant to destroy our destiny. Marriage is meant to help our destiny. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 from verse 26 and God said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the earth. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all, over all the earth. Verse 27. So God, please take note, I'm establishing this because what I want to say requires that we get scriptural understanding clear. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him, male and female created eh, Eden. He created male and female. In the image of God created Eden. And the same God who created Eden says they will be one. Are you getting it? But they are still them. For instance now, please come. This is my treasure, my sweetheart forever. Now, when you look at her, we are one, isn't it? How many people are you looking at? Two people? Are you seeing one person? Uh, we are two. But in marriage covenant, we are one. But we are them. When you want to refer to us, how will you refer to us? Them. That tells you one thing. Before I met my wife, God created my wife 
to fulfill destiny on the earth. Before my wife met me, God created me to fulfill destiny. Even if husband and wife are born in the same day, they were not born in the same place. They didn't go through the same experience in life. They didn't pass through the same situations of life. They were not raised by the same parent. I don't know whether you understand. But now, marriage has brought us together. The marriage that has brought us together means God has plan for our marriage. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Marriage itself is an entity. Marriage has destiny. I want you to get that. God cannot bring two people together and say they should become one for a purposeless sake. In the place we read, I will release you so much. In the place we read, he created he, he created she, created male and female, created he them. He said to them, when he was saying to them, have dominion. When he blessed them, what did he bless? Marriage. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, take note of this. Every marriage has destiny in God. That's why you can't afford to marry anyhow. That's number one. Every marriage has destiny in God. But for that destiny of that marriage to be fulfilled, Every marriage must have destiny partners in husband and wife. So your spouse is your destiny partner. My wife is my destiny partner. I am destiny partner to my wife. For the destiny of our marriage to be fulfilled. But in the fulfillment of the destiny of our marriage, we must not lose our destiny. Do you, do you get that? Please, you can go. Do you understand what I said? In the fulfillment of the destiny of our marriage and the destiny of your marriage, if I begin to explore that, that will take us a lot, a lot of time. I hope you know that when Adam and Eve came together, the children they were going to give birth to were going to be part of the fulfillment of the destiny of their marriage. So when they failed God, who was the firstborn pattern after? He pattern after Adam. And Adam that he was after, 
who was Adam supposed to be in his image? Eh? Image of God. So when you see, the Bible says, Adam and Eve, they began to give birth. And Adam gave birth to a child like him. At that point, Adam had already become a fallen man. So, like him means the boy that they have given birth to is no longer in the image of God. So, the destiny of that marriage has been tampered with. That is the reason Cain suddenly became a murderer. When Cain became a murderer, was that part of the destiny of that marriage? Is it in the plan of God that the ch children of Adam and Eve one week stand one day and murder his brother in cold blood? So where did that destiny come from? Hmm? From the devil. So you realize that our coming together as husband and wife is beyond us. There is a destiny of our marriage that has to be perpetuated, has to continue, not only among our children, but generations to come. God was looking at the entire earth and he said, let them multiply, be fruitful, replenish. So God was saying, dominion and at the end of the day the destiny God gave to the first marriage is that when all is said and done the entire earth will be filled with people who have been created in the image of God the question I want to now throw to you now is that is that destiny fulfilled now Are the people on the earth, are they all the image of God? Because if that is it, there won't be a need for Christ to come. So I want you to understand that aspect. Now, another aspect I want you to now understand is that in marriage, because marriage has destiny of itself, both husband and wife, each of them have destiny to fulfill. Are you understanding that? They have. Let me tell you categorically, when you come to marriage, marriage is not meant to imprison your destiny. Marriage is meant to give an expression for who God has created you to be before you were formed. So marriage is like God positioning somebody who is going to be an helper that will enable your destiny to be fulfilled. So no one 
is your destiny helper like your marriage partner so when somebody did not get it right in marriage he has lost or she has lost the destiny helper that's why you see marriages where a man and a woman come together and by the time you look at the end of their story the life of that woman has been ruined because of the man she married the life of that man has been scattered because of that woman he married let me give you an instance this a sister that uh, dead also brought a fame you know the person i'm talking about eh? yes because i don't want to mention on online because i'm in the public space now you realize her life look at a wonderful sister that a song till now even when you play a song the something ministers to you and one question i ask one day is that ah, okay. why is it what devil lived in our husband how does he feel when he sees a wife his wife singing you know a normal man a normal man when he sees such a wife that a glory is speaking a life is bringing glory to god what should that man be doing should be joyful the man that is what should even make the ego that you are now talking about the man should boast in god i am a blessed man but the man was not boasting the man was looking for how to frustrate and truncate a destiny do you know there are men who have not allowed their wives eh, because of insecurity they have not allowed their wives to ever express their destiny may we not find our lives in the hands of such men there are ladies who will not allow a woman should be so glad as i'm talking now the joy of my wife as she's seated here is that she wants to see me do well in ministry she wants to see me functioning properly because she's a right destiny helper when god when you are praying lord give me destiny helper give me destiny helper in marriage the best destiny helper is your spouse so it is so crucial this is a matter marriage will be the reason many will not fulfill destiny but that is not the destiny of marriage i hope you are getting what i'm saying let me be conscious of time let me know the time i'm supposed to end with this with this one mm. 
with what I'm looking at now. All right. Marriage, fulfilling destiny in marriage. Fulfilling destiny in marriage. Fulfilling destiny. It means marriage has not become a barrier to the destiny that God created you for. Marriage has not become a barrier. That's what fulfilling destiny in marriage is all about. Marriage has not become a barrier in fulfilling the destiny you are created for. And I, I've, I've established that you will know that you have destiny to fulfill individually and unitedly in marriage. You cannot fulfill destiny separately through your marriage. That's why when somebody wants to try to do that, a spouse wants to try to do that, if that is going to happen, it will be through his nose or her nose. <laughs> There will be many more injuries than many more triumphs. Because it is easy for marriage to become a barrier for not fulfilling destiny. So fulfilling destiny in marriage means marriage has not stand as a barrier to becoming who God created you to be. Who you were born to be. Who God sent you to the world to be. Fulfilling destiny in marriage. Fulfilling destiny in marriage, number two, has to do with receiving help in marriage to become who God sent you to the world to be. Receiving help receiving help one thing you need to know about life is that what you can become on your own is insignificant anything you can become on your own without assistance without help without somebody standing there to be able to say i want to compliment you i want to ensure that you become it i want to encourage you that thing is insignificant so fulfilling destiny in marriage means that you have received help the help of your spouse as intended by god to bring out of your life who he has created you to be <laughs> fulfilling destiny in marriage means 
bringing out the complete fulfillment of the template of God for your marriage is having dominion together as husband and wife on the earth. Having dominion, not dominating one another. Please take note. Having dominion together, not dominating one another. <laughs> is that is that taking please? You are both having dominion. You are ruling the earth together. If you are not subdued by your partner, that your partner they are asking why is your life like this? You say it's because <laughs> what will I do? My partner is so insecure about my destiny. I am like this because of my marriage. But when you look at both of you, them, them, created it, them, you realize that with your marriage, both of you are having dominion. You are ruling the earth. You are ruling your space. Maybe you are in academics, you are ruling there. You are ruling your world. It is to rule your world. You are not dominating or pressing one another. That's important. Also, fulfilling destiny in marriage is being fruitful in marriage. Being fruitful in marriage. And what does that fruitfulness mean? You are productive as a human being. You are productive. Your life is productive as a woman. Is that in marriage? This is very key. Satisfied that you married one another. <laughs> you are both satisfied. See, let me tell you, fulfillment in marriage or fulfilling destiny in marriage is that when they ask you that if there is opportunity to come back to this world, which there is no second marriage after now, but I'm just using that as an example, isn't it? Will you love to have high again as your wife? Mm. And you don't think before you say yes. How many people, how many marriages, how many people can you ask today? Let me say 10 couples. To be modest, tell me. Like how many can you say among 10 that would love to pick that woman or have that man again as husband or wife? Mr. Otola said three. Any other? <laughs> Maybe four. Okay. <laughs> Eh? You don't think it's worth that? How many of us agree with that? You agree? <laughs> I also agree because, see, if we don't agree, it's because you are not seeing what is happening all around you. People have more regret in marriage than fulfillment. People have more regret. That's why it's not. See, when God, when He looks as if you have delayed, don't think delay is your denial. 
And by the grace of God, everyone due for marriage here, you are getting married soon. I release that prophetic auction. You are getting married soon. You are getting married soon. And you will not regret your marriage. You will not regret your marriage. Fulfilling destiny in marriage. <laughs> you just want to say, oh, if it is possible again, I just want to add treasure back. I don't have a regret in one day that God has given me my wife. You may not have all the money. You may not have all the fame. You may not have all that you think. But see, why not thank God that see, <laughs> you have a right destiny helper. Do you think having money is about fulfilling destiny? There are many people who have all the money but they are frustrated. They are looking for somebody to just give them joy. They are looking for somebody to just make them to be fulfilled. Do you know that people who have gathered money, research has told us that at the end of the day, they are more frustrated than those who don't have. Because when they look at all that they have had, they have gathered, there is something missing. Satisfaction. Fulfillment. Okay, you are the one that said that. <laughs> it's everywhere. He said it himself. Ah, okay, uh, since he said it himself, he has divorced his wife already. Can you imagine? He said it himself. He's just giving out money. So don't, we are still, the last course we are going to do today, before I begin to round off, the last course we will do today, after now we'll go to interactive, then we'll go to the last course, is marriage and money. So let me reserve what I want to say, but you don't pursue money at the expense of fulfillment of destiny in marriage. Money does not satisfy a marriage. Your partner satisfies you. <laughs> you know, when, when God gives you a partner, Adam, when he saw Eve, the Bible says, wow, this is now. He was endeared to her, to her. He just loved her. I was in the redemption camp, you know, while I was there, for some years I took note of a man I don't know if I've told my wife or she has seen them together with me this man was a retired pastor I don't know if they are still around now or they have gone to be with the Lord but as at that time both of them the husband and the wife they, they, are, they should be around their ninety. Yeah, they are in their late 80s and the mommy could not see again. So, and I think I started seeing them before I got married. And I will be looking at them. They lived very close to the Bible college where I was. So, the man, the baba, when they want to go out, he could still see, but he was old. He will bring his wife. Please come on. <laughs> he will take his wife like this 
This is how he carried his wife. Mommy could not say again, or oh, my wife will see completely till she has eyes of Moses, eyes of Moses. Uh, and that is how he will co continue to. They will walk to places, they will buy something. Each time I see them, I don't get tired looking at them. And do you know something? I will ask where are their children? Mm, their children must have been fulfilling destiny places. Their grandchildren. But I realize that the essence of marriage <laughs> is the fulfillment of your destiny. How can this man and this last from the beginning? So some marriages now can know what the old age will look like. When you are like this, that your husband is not even with you. Fulfilling destiny in marriage. When you find satisfaction that you married your partner. And I'm praying for those who are not finding that satisfaction. God will do something about your matter. So before we stop. Fulfilling destiny in marriage means fulfilling destiny together. Fulfilling destiny together. I want you to underline the word together. Fulfillment of destiny should not be lopsided in marriage. The pendulum should not swing to one side and the other is saying oh all the days of my life i am just empty and the man is saying i am fulfilled that's not the plan of god that's not the plan of god that's not the plan of god it's quite important it's quite important fulfilling destiny together fulfilling destiny in marriage is about serving the lord together in marriage pleasing the lord together doing the will of God together in your marriage. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Verse 5 and 6. There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea, certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both, I want you to take note, and they were both, that is together, they were both, God sees 
destiny fulfillment in marriage when both is involved. When the word both, when both. And they were both righteous before God. Walking in all the commandment and ordinances of the Lord blameless. The Bible says in verse 7, even though they had no child, <laughs> but before they got their, their child, they were both fulfilling destiny. How do you respond? What are the pathways to fulfilling destiny in marriage together? So I'm focusing on together. What are the pathways? And what I want to say now, for those who are yet to be married, they are checks that you need to quickly find out before you tie the knot you need to check them you need to check you need to settle these things together and for those who are already in marriage we need to re-examine and reconfirm what i want to share with you what are the pathways what are the pathways number one is to understand your unique makeup. Understand your unique makeup. There is something unique about you, about me. And my uniqueness is what God will use to make me to become who he created me to be. I have been uniquely created by God. I am unique. My wife is unique. I must understand my uniqueness. Your uniqueness has to do with your unique calling, your talent, your giftings. Your personality type. You must understand your unique makeup. What you are passionate about. What makes you to be unique? Before marriage, your wife to be, the husband to be must understand your uniqueness in life. You are not like every other person. So you must know your unique makeup. Your unique makeup. Number two, you must understand God's creative design for your unique makeup. There is something God wants to do for your uniqueness. For instance, if you are somebody who talks very well, God makes you to be somebody that can speak. Somebody that can organize. Somebody that can make things happen. 
somebody that can drive things by the grace of god next week we'll be doing personality types test we will do it again if you have done it before we will do it again we will print personality type test and we'll do all of us will do it and then you'll be able to key into some of these things that i'm saying you will live your life based on understanding who you are and understanding who your spouse is who your husband to be or who your wife to be who that person is it took me some time two days ago or is it yesterday i didn't even tell my wife the lord now made me to know that you now know who your wife is in a unique capacity and the lord make it clear that it is now clear to you very clear to me in our a uniqueness can help both of us to fulfill destiny together the lord said to me most of the things you can do your wife can do <laughs> do you hear that most of the things you can do your wife can do that's what god told me most of the things you can do he said you are trying to understand her and while you are trying to understand who she is i've been racing beside you a woman that i've been that i've been receiving from you <laughs> becoming a version of what you can do in a better dimension glory be to god god's creative design for your makeup for your makeup for your makeup also number three pathway to fulfilling destiny in marriage discover your calling your calling your calling there is something you have been called for in life discover your calling and let me say this there is calling in calling <laughs> there is a calling in calling there are callings in calling the calling in a calling are what makes the main calling to be fulfilled so you must discover for instance the man the woman you have to discover you have to be able to talk to one another what's your calling what is she called into also can you listening to me what are you calling to in life how do we harmonize it what is your calling number four identify your passion you cannot separate destiny 
fulfillment in marriage from the passion of individual the passion of partners if my wife now god forbid want to you know want to see the other side of me that is not producing the best it is by not allowing me to express this passion I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. This is what I'm passionate about. I don't need anybody to pay me to do this. It's my passion to see people fulfill destiny. It's my passion to see people becoming their best. It's my passion to see people becoming leaders. It's my passion to see people becoming who God created them to be. That's my passion. What's your passion? What's your passion? What are you passionate about? Some people are passionate about children. If you have a wife who is passionate about children, you must not quench that passion. So you have to create, if she's passionate about music, that means there is something God has brought her into your life through music to help Passion in marriage, they align. They help one another. When you see a man, the husband who has passion in this area, it's either his own passion is batting certain things in his wife, or the wife's passion is batting certain things in the husband. So how many people come together without identifying what are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? What makes you weep? What makes you joyful? How do that also enhance my own calling? This is key. Number what now? Pathways is your vision knowing your vision when you come to life it will get to a time that god begins to give you vision and the bible says in proverbs 29 18 proverbs 29 18 people are disorganized they run wide they cast off restraint when they lack vision vision is about capturing the expectation of god for your life which is your destiny that's vision vision is capturing it you capture god's destiny for you that's vision and you begin to walk towards it you begin to walk towards it have you seen a family i've seen a family that the entire family the husband the wife the children they are lawyers lawyers do you think that is just sudden you know that's what that's they have captured something in this family all the children both the husband both the wife the children all, and you know when you have case against such a family god have mercy they have become a force. 
so the pathway to fulfilling destiny in marriage is to appreciate your differences no matter what appreciate your differences don't allow your differences to split you apart appreciate your differences give room for your differences know what makes your spouse to be different <laughs> That's the best way to fulfill destiny. About what makes your wife to be different or what makes your husband to be different. And even before you enter into marriage, let it be something that you both identify. You may not know it all, but talk about it. What makes you different? Are you saying something that makes you different? Glory be to Jesus. And also, the pathway to fulfill destiny in marriage is to receive together the plan of God for your marriage. Receive it together. Where does God want you to stay? What does God want you to commit yourself together into? What does God want you to achieve together? Not individually there is no individualism in marriage together what does god what does god want you to promote together what does he want you to push together what does he want you to overcome together what does he want you to make happen together receive god's plan together for your marriage that's how you can journey. That's how you can journey. That's how you can journey. Pathway to fulfilling destiny in marriage. Be one in focus. Be one in vision. And be one in direction. Be one in focus. Be one in vision. Be one in direction. Let it not be said that you are going in this direction, your partner is going in that direction. Destiny fulfillment cannot happen like that. Whatever it will take you to be one in focus, be one in vision. Do you know that great things happen when you focus in the same direction? When you are pulling things in the same way? Synergy. That works. Also set goals together and implement them. Set goals together. Goals are step by step of the things you want to accomplish. Set those goals together and implement them. When you are going in the same direction in the next two years, in the next three years, in the next four years, what is God saying we should do? What is God saying we should achieve? Nobody, you know, ah, I don't know how to tell you, but I desire that the, the mind of God concerning marriage is that 
you are both achieving things one after the other together. Since we got married, my wife has never told me anything she wants to achieve by herself, alone. I've never told her anything that I want to say, oh, no. We both, it is about us. Together. 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 This is joy of marriage. It has to do with setting goals and implementing them together. Also, expand your dream together. Expand your dream together. Expand it. Let your family have a dream. A dream. And expand the dream together. That's how to get your destiny fulfilled. Expand the dream together. Also, face the storms of life together. You see, together coming again and again and again. Face the storms of life together. How you both stand against times of crisis will determine the fulfillment of destiny in your marriage. Nobody should leave. See, when a, a spouse is going through something, the other spouse should be there. You should both face storms of life together. And also face realities together. Face realities together. Face realities together. You know, <laughs> a woman told me one day and said, my husband has always been living his life in fantasy. In a fantasy land. He will be talking about things that can never happen. He doesn't face reality. <laughs> you know, when you don't face reality, what does it mean? There are three things. Number one, you live in denial. You live in denial. You just live in denial. Reality is different from dream. Oh. I hope you know. I be fantasy is different from dream. <laughs> when you are in fantasy, you just begin to talk about things that have no basis. You don't have structure to accomplish them. You, you just talk about them and your mouth cook your effort very easily. Cook your vegetable very well. No structure. No structure. Ah. We build estate. Uh, we, we <clears throat> when you live in denial, you don't face the present reality of what is happening to you. You live in hiding. You are not coming out of your hiding. You are, you are just hiding behind reality. There are people who hide behind reality. And you just come out. Let's face this. Don't stop hiding behind it. We can't make things work like if we have no money, we don't have. Let's just agree that we don't have. Don't let us keep hiding. Don't let us keep hiding. Number three is when you continue to enjoy blinding. Blinding. Number one is denial. Number two is hiding. Number three is blinding. Blinding is you give excuses. For the reasons why those things are not working. You put blame. Blame. Just to blind. 
You can even intimidate to blind. Glory be to Jesus. Let me stop at that one. But I hope you have been able to get one or two things. Three secrets of fulfillment of destiny in marriage. Three secrets. Very quickly. Three secrets. Number one, becoming a growing Christian. Becoming a growing Christian. That's number one secret. You are growing together as Christians. As you are doing that, God will be unveiling to you, making you to know. He will be removing unwanted things in your life, dealing with things that, that will destroy your destiny together, and empowering you with what you need to fulfill that destiny. To fulfill that destiny. Number two, is blending your personality types. I said next week we will, we will do personality type test if the Lord tarries. But you is a secret of finding fulfillment in, in destiny in marriage, blending your personality type. If you are an outgoing person and then she is another type. How can you blend? Sometimes what you call weakness is the strength required for another person. What your weakness is will be strength. So you blend. You blend. As my wife and I now, as we are, you know, one of the things my wife and I am a bit of an introvert my wife is not a complete extrovert but my wife is outspoken somehow over our marriage over the years my introvert aspect has affected my wife to a point and sometimes all that we have had issues about in the home is that you will not talk I don't even know things that are happening you will not talk because if i'm not talking like this hardly can you find me talking hardly can you find me i hate too much of it i can talk like this to tonight if i'm doing my, what what i'm called for but just for me to just be talking and so my wife has brought me out of myself to a point that i'm forced to talk because when i kept hearing he will not talk he will not talk he will not he will not i have to change I have to be improving. I have to start talking. Because how can I have a wife at home that I'm not talking to? I'm not speaking with. So you realize that when you get to that dimension, you must be able to blend your personality type. You may, you may have an organization. You may have people around you. Sometimes, you know, what? You cannot undo certain things. You are not confident. You are not a confident person. Your wife is confident. Don't, don't quench her completely. Don't say your wife should not talk. If you cannot talk and you say my wife don't talk because of culture, things will get scattered. Somebody told us, 
<laughs> at a time, I think she will remember. One of our sisters and brothers in the Lord, uh, he may even be listening to this now somewhere. <laughs> you know, his wife told us one day, I think I've shared it here before. I think he's a landlord that came that has been, no, the boss in the office has been threatening her husband. When the husband sees the boss like this, the husband will be, be fidgeting. <laughs> and she said one day, she just looked to the boss in the eyes and said, sir, stop threatening my husband. I'm not saying you should go and do that. <laughs> Your husband will not go and lose his job. But you know something? She said since that day, you know there are some people that are demonically they are just they are inspired by demons to threaten and you must know the difference the husband this my brother that i'm talking about is is a kind of a he won't want to hurt you he won't he is not mm -mm. if he's seated here even when you are affecting him he's just there quiet but his wife is a sanguine to the core his wife can jump from here to there from here and steer things up if you are not talking, she will make you talk. And you know, she has been of help to her husband. So that's why in marriage, fulfilling destiny, don't try to convert your wife to you. And don't try to make your husband to be cloned and to become like you. Your personality types, once they are sanctified, once they are not breaking the law of the spirit, once they are subject to the spirit, blend them. They will bring fulfillment of destiny. Things you cannot accomplish on your own, you realize that your destiny helper is helping you. Glory be to God. Glory be to Jesus. Number three secret is to break, is to become free from the old you the past you being free that's number three secret of finding fulfilling destiny in marriage you must be free from the past you old you things that you are battered with in your past have you been injured in your past do you have weaknesses in your past are there you know dysfunctional upbringing in your past you must break free from them don't bring them into the marriage don't allow those things to continue to dictate what you do in that marriage be free this is a new life this is a new family this is a new season this is a new life we are living we must be free if you are not free deliberately you are intentional about it if you bring your old you somehow maybe you have been limited you are somebody that right from childhood you want to express yourself circumstance in your family maybe through your stepmother they have quenched the spirit in you when you come into marriage you realize that if you don't break free from that old you you will be responding to your past you want to do something like this a little thing to try to check what you are trying to do maybe your wife is saying can we talk about it 
you just enter your share. You are not broken free. So you must not bring your past into your marriage if your marriage will fulfill destiny. It's as simple as that. Have I been made clear? Hallelujah. Let me stop. Five minutes. Let me have a question. And a Maybe you have a contribution or a question. You are free. I've shared quite some few things with you. Uh, in the next uh, remaining minutes after this, I will share with you about marriage and money. That's the next course we are going to do before we close by one. Praise God.